is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your host, Nate Newton. Kurt Daniels and Shannon Gross. We got the band back together. I'm here. Nate's here. Doug's here. And our furry friend Kurt over here to my right. <laughs> Sorry, I missed last week. Glad to be back. I wish See I you guys. I wish I would have missed last week. Yeah, you're. I great. apologize to everyone out there because I was dead on Monday. <laughs> dead. I missed work after that. It was not a good week for me. I'm no. still recovering. Are you all right now? I'm all right. I just have a cough now, so oh. I'll use this button over here. But I'm not running fever. I'm not feeling bad. I just sound terrible. How you doing, Nate? Um, I'm great, man. Thank you. i tell you what, Kurt. Yes, sir. Your hair looks great. Well, you know, I'm trying to get to your level. Good luck with that. But your hair looks great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's darker. <laughs> it, to me, it looks thicker you have some color to you hope it's coming in so is everything coming back to life like your hair everything everything (laughs) i'll just ask a question everything seems to be working all right yeah everything is there there a fifth child in the future no that ain't Uh, oh okay okay all right it ain't built up like that yet ain't no way that's happening so what's the latest you were out a little bit last week so what yeah i had another little procedure to go through and everything went all right there so now i'm just uh you know, continuing on a sort of maintenance plan. Yeah, and every everything's reacting like it should. Yeah, and progressing like it should. And, and uh, yeah. Good. No well, you look good, man. Well, yeah, man. That. Way to go, Kirk. You look good. Sorry, I hate to, missed you guys. I've been out uh, too long. Yeah, missed you too. Miss our lunches. I know. Yeah. Hey. Well, anyway, go ahead on, man. That's all right, man. Go ahead on. We got a lot to cover in an hour. We're going we're gonna to talk Kellen Moore... Maybe maybe some Garrett non-contract extension news. Uh, the passing of, of Wade Wilson, get into that a little bit. Gil Brandt got into the Hall of Fame. Just a lot of stuff's been going oh, on yeah. the last week, man. So, But first off, the big game yesterday. And for all of you people that say that game was boring, <laughs> you ain't football hey, fans, hey, man. You know You're not what? a football fan if you didn't think that game was good. You know what, I and, uh, man, I'm telling you, I, I didn't see the much of the first half, but the second, I loved it, man. I'm sitting there, and it, it's one of the, for three quarters, no touchdowns. I mean, just think how our league went all year long. <laughs> 30 points here, 40 points there, all we need to score. And all of a sudden, Wade Phillips, and, and the, I don't even know the defensive coordinator for the New England Patriots, I say Bill Belichick put together yeah. a hell of a game plan. Yeah, he's gone to Miami, right? Yeah. That was his going away gift. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Man, that was – did you watch any of it, Kurt? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. It was, uh, it was a great game. Oh, well, I don't know about great. It was a good game. Um, but, yeah. yeah have it was a 3-3 three, three going into the fourth. I'd have never, ever – Oh, yeah. That. You know, people – if you don't score, if it ain't 14, 21, uh, you know, the higher you the score, the greater the game. You know, like the beginning of the year at Kansas City and, oh, that greatest game ever played. I'm like, for real? But that's that's today's society, you know, score, score, score. So, hey. So, that I guess it was just great defenses, you think? Oh, man, I loved it. I, I'm telling you. 
to me, I I, I loved it, man. It, it was just it, it was it was some vicious hitting going on. There's some quarterbacks fearing for their lives. I mean, some wide receivers kind of like looking around like, oh, yeah, I love it, man. I, I love the fear factor. I, I do it. I mean, I mean, you run around with no fear as a wide receiver, come on, man. You, everything is in your favor. They've made it where the defense's hands are cuffed. So I, I loved it, man. I mean, I'm going to let y'all talk on it, I mean, but I loved it. What, what did you think about uh... – McFay, the Rams coach, saying he got out coached by Belichick. Hey, you know what? He didn't lie. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something, and I was telling Doug this right here. You know where where half the league fall it, half the league, and all of the fans fall into trouble with New England is you go into the game, and if, you, if this is the trap that. Coach Parcells said, don't, don't eat the cheese. This is the cheese for everybody out there. Everybody keeps saying, and this is one thing I love about Jimmy Johnson, he'll never fail for it. Hey, New England don't have great athletes. They just got a good scheme, and they go find players. And, and if you go look at the game, they got super great athletes. Oh, yeah. And, and, I, and I just laugh because you, you continue to, they don't have great athletes. And they continue. Well, how do they beat the great athletes? Everything ain't a scheme. When let me, when my man came off the line, uh, Grunt came off the line with the fake block, and then went down. He outran the dude yeah. and caught the ball over the dude because the dude was right there next to him. That was an athletic move. That had nothing to do with no scheme. Mm-hmm. Now you saw Edelman run free uh, late in the game, but early in the game they own him. That is what kills most players and all the fans. When they think, hey, they don't have great athletes. Yep, just enough to beat you and get a sixth Super Bowl. And the, the thing is, they have not only do they have the great athletes, they have depth. They can change those dudes out left and right like Patrick Chung got hurt. Normally that would kill a defense. Yes, yes. Plug another dude in and didn't miss a beat. I'm they 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 what other coaches holler. Next man up. Don't don't believe that. No, don't believe that. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Don't, don't. Let me say this here, man. And I, you know what? Let me be quiet because be like, man, Nate must like the Patriots. I hate the Patriots, <laughs> but I Pretty respect winning, brother. Mm-hmm. I, I respect winning. And we, like I told Shannon, I, I went down to uh, Louisiana, and uh, let me try to find the thing while I talk. I went down to Louisiana. Was at this casino doing some work for Big Ed Jones Church. This guy on to me. And uh, he called me, wanted me to do some work for him down there. So we we dealing with like 300 people. And I was telling them uh, that if this game is close, the Rams lose. I don't care. And it, it, I said they got just, just enough good athlete and a coach and a quarterback that refused to lose. If you check Edelman's stats – he had more receiving yards going into the fourth quarter than the whole receiving staff of great athletes of Rams. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so. i tell you what, man. It's almost like watching him work. It's almost like they don't even – he doesn't even run a route. He runs five yards and then decides yeah. where's the open spot. Left, right, do I sit right here and just well, – I remember Beasley saying one time that it, it didn't matter – he knew he had to be at a certain spot. It didn't matter how he got there. Mm-hmm. He just because you know that's where Dak was going to expect him to be, and he, you know wherever he however he got there it didn't matter. What's, I, I don't know the name of that place. Let's man. See, 
Let's see. Grand Hotel at uh, Cachata. Yeah. I always say, I ain't know how to pronounce it, so I ain't want to. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and, I, and I'm telling and they, and everybody laughing at me, you know, ah, you know, uh, Jacoby. I can't think of Jacoby. Brissette. Yeah, uh, the wide receiver, then another young man from, um, from uh, he played at LSU, and I can't, he, he got a funny name, and I don't want to mess it up. So he he played at LSU, and he played for the Saints, and he won a Super Bowl, and he won a national championship. But anyway, I'm looking, and then he got in the fourth quarter, and they scored. My first warning was I said, I told him, I said, Let me, you know they always score before the half of like three minutes left. And so I had a Ram, a Ram fan out of the name Jonathan. I say, boy, if y'all can hold them from this score at halftime, y'all, they held them. They didn't score. <laughs> he like, we got them now. I said, we're a second half team. I said, the good news is y'all a second half team. The bad news is they're a better second team. half yeah. team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, I can talk about that all day, man. But it, we need to go anywhere else. Let's get off of them. Hate the Patriots. You don't want to talk about them no more? <laughs> it just, I, I can go on and on. Uh, Brother, they uh, talk about their defensive number fifty four, uh, Dante Hightower. Hightower. Yeah, <laughs> number fifty three. I can what's I can't even think his name. Fifty three, fifty three, fifty three. That's I was surprised at their defense. I kind of figured Brady would get his Van Noy. Yeah. Oh, oh, he almost took your boy. Almost cut your boy in half during the game. He almost <laughs> cut the quarterback. I in was half. surprised. Is that the the out of bounds hit. I no, was, no, that one out of this dude was on the field where he fell to his knee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, you could tell by his body language, like, man, I just missed the Mack truck. Yeah, he could, <laughs> he could have gotten. Yeah, that could have been really bad. Yeah, that so could have been really bad. And then uh, I'm gonna tell you, they had a, a number seventy one for New England on defense. He Shelton. This dude is six two. My man Dudley, he's six two. 345 pounds. And, you know, during the season, you kind of gain a little weight. He looked like he was 5'11", 800 pounds. <laughs> they tried to run up the middle of that right there, and it's just like, come on to the dope, boy, baby, because I'm absorbing you. Yeah, that's what I kept watching on both sides of the ball were the, the defensive line and the offensive line. Yeah. I'll tell you what, the Rams – they were getting they were getting after it, man. They were they were they were cutting those gaps. I tell you what, Aaron Donald ain't no joke, man. Nah, he ain't no joke. But guess what? Them no names over there with, with what you call it even better. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I oh, I, I just enjoyed the game. I did too. I, I enjoyed like the game, man. I, I really do it. And I know this ain't what y'all want to hear that, hey, you know, I love defense, and I will say this again. If the Cowboys have an opportunity, I said it last year, for the big kid we let go to Tampa, Vita Vale. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it again. I've, said, I've been saying it for four or five years. If you want to see your defensive end go all out and, I mean, have a great season and be just lighting folks up, get that horse in the middle. Get that horse in the middle. And don't get me wrong. The human law, yes, sir, he's nice. Reed, he's nice. But I'm talking about somebody that you ain't going to move. Even on, on a bad day, you ain't moving him. You think the Cowboys are that far away from those two defenses? Ah, uh, man, no, because all they got to do is go get that hog, baby, and let him root. <laughs> let him root. So that's, that's who you would, that's who, that's who you would take in, uh, uh, with, the, with their first look at him, man. in the second round? I, I, wanted, I wanted to get a dude so big. 
till when we when, when we look at him like man look how sloppy that dude is you know He'll be a disaster to look at in the shower. <laughs> you just see, but he'll be the greatest dude in the world. You just see him in the training table. He's yeah. got he's got bones all <laughs> over the table. Yeah, man. Just, look at this. Why don't he wipe his mouth? You know, just sauce in his hair, yeah. all over his fingers. And then he's sticking to running backs the same. Way. I'm gonna tell you something. It's something about that horse in the middle that makes that outside guy so much greater. Yeah. And I, and I'm not saying that that Collins can't be that guy, but you can't be hurt. Yeah. You know, That's Antoine Woods, when you when you asking for your defense to come up big in big games, that dude, that that first and second down dude, that he how is he gonna get tired? Cause he ain't gonna run nowhere. He's just gonna be there. <laughs> he ain't gonna get tired. And if he get caught on if he get caught on on, on passing downs, it's hey, keep doing what you've been doing. Just go straight ahead. You can't make me laugh today, dude, because yeah. I'll start coughing. I, I mean, if a dude can't run but four yards this way and four yards that way, how are you going to get tired? But even those guys, even Malik and, and Antoine, they're not really they're not really those nah. block, block nah. eater guys. They're they're more speed, quick guys. Yeah, they like, You're talking you know, about just a guy like a Vince Wilford oh, that yeah. they did it with for years that just sits there and – Just sit there and say, hey, man, whenever y'all get time, I'm back up in here. What was the big guy in Green Bay that was – there for years, huge. Was it not Gilbert Brown? Who was it? Well, here's that was the first, one of the first ones. Gilbert. Okay, maybe that's who one. I yeah. am thinking. He was. Yeah, when I played against him, yeah. Okay, maybe hard to move. See, you know, I, I tell people, uh, <sighs> Jerome Brown. When I, I played against him, but he was an athletic, very, very. Don't uh, this dude, man? If he'd have played a couple more, he'd been in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Cortez Kennedy for Seattle. He was one of those guys, man. That. Five yards this way, five yards that way, and five yards going straight ahead. Oh man, that's it. it. Oh man, but they were so athletic and awesome. I mean, big wolf folk. That's what I try to tell people: don't let him fool you. Not because every now and then they would put him at defensive end. Don't let him fool you. You know, it's a lot of athletic guys out there that's huge, that's got that big old stomach, and you like, oh look at him. <laughs> but yesterday. They knew that they had to make the Rams run on the outside because mm-hmm. up the middle they they would crease you to death. That's where they killed us. Yeah, and uh, they kept them at bay, man. And they ran sixty eight plays, and that's what I was trying to tell my man. They ran the ball thirty two times. I'm talking about the uh, Rams. The, no Patriots. 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 They ran that ball thirty two times. So <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something, man. The way that the way Y'all fans keep this Patriots film. Whenever you want to see how the Cowboys truly want to look, go pull out this Super Bowl. That's how the Cowboys wants to play. They want to be as balanced as they can. They want to have 60, around 68 to 75 plays. They want the offense to, to, to take over the game. You know, your defense, at spots, just get me the ball back. Just go get me the ball back. And that, and that's what the Cowboys want. If you want, y'all keep that film now, because that's what the Cowboys truly want to look like. Was anything surprised you about that game other than the low score, obviously? But Kurt, well, like I kind of mentioned before, I I didn't expect that out of their defense, Patriots defense. I, I didn't follow them that much this year, you know. And just to, you Two always weeks. hear about Brady. Yeah, yeah, that helped. I guess. Two weeks it would scheme them up. Was, Nobody else to look at. Yeah. See, when you. 
it's different when you when your whole scouting staff, your whole coaching staff focused on one on one game. thing. Mm-hmm. About you, any surprises? Uh, surprised they didn't use Gurley more, and I don't really he know must why. Have been hurt. Exactly. Yeah, and he said he wasn't after the game, and, and I, I don't know, but they didn't use him against us either. But I mean, he was kind of banged up against yeah. against us. I mean, but if he if he wasn't hurt, that that didn't make sense to me. I was surprised. I think that Jared Goff looked like a young quarterback because all year long he looked composed and kind of had it together, and they looked like they really flustered him and he didn't know where to go with the yeah. ball. But I mean, that was. The way they schemed that He looked game, like man. a quarterback that was under duress? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it looked like. Yeah. It see, you know, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. When the other team is in your face, how, how are you going to look? Mm-hmm. Right. He, he, even if, you know, Brady got sacked a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Brady couldn't throw the ball a couple of times. The only difference is when you got into that fourth quarter, and you start bringing out – see, defense and offensive coordinators, they have certain things that they're trying to set up. And if they can get to it, by the, by, by the fourth quarter, especially going to some last seven minutes, you saw whenever the Rams had that ball, what you call it, never had a chance to just drop back and unload it. And then the one time he unloaded it, Brandon Cooks dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he tried to go back to him again. Yeah. One, one thing, I don't know if this is right, but one thing that, that I thought of during the game watching golf was was him and Dak were drafted the same year, and has golf been helped by the scheme he's in, and has Dak been hurt by the scheme he's in? Because I think Dak seemed like a better big-time pressure, fourth-quarter comeback-type guy than golf. See, golf. If, if golf would have had some nicer legs, yesterday it could have helped him because they could have really rolled out and let him stretch that – I'm tell you something. That's why you got to have your run. That's when they needed Gurley and either CJ to be really on target because they needed that play action pass because uh, they they wasn't going for all the motion. I, I, I tell people motion is good and all the hell, but you run into a disciplined team, be like like the big fit, big seventy one and ninety three and ninety five. They like. We ain't going nowhere. You can <laughs> you can fake over here. You, we got guys for that. I'm staying right here. You ain't coming up our middle. Yeah. So now they have no play action pass. So now they linebackers know where they at. They know where Jared at. Well, depending on who calling the game, you can move Dak around. You know, because I would say Coach Lenahan, but depending on who's the guy, is you gonna move him around? They needed to move Jared off the spot because every time he dropped back in a key third down situation, they was on him. They had all you heard hear Tony say, "Hey, they got him lined up now." That mean they got him in the scopes, and they got it. <laughs> no matter if he's four hundred yards away, we got him. We got him lined up. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> that was the first. That was the so that was the first time. So I'm still trying to make sure I don't have a relapse. So I actually stayed home and watched the game. On my couch and did not drink one alcoholic oh beverage. Well, you you did come back hurting from Mexico. Yeah, well, yeah I just don't want to. Everybody has some kind of respiratory. See, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I don't have a drop. I'm, I'm gonna that. tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what Santa's problem is. And he's not gonna say it. And I've already spoken to a psychologist. 
Oh, on Lord. Your oh, this is going deep. <laughs> it was two as a lady and a man because I wanted to get two different varying opinions. <laughs> and uh, they said that Shannon went so in on the Cowboys, and when they finally lost, he took, lost it. Took my soul. <laughs> He went off the edge, huh? He went off the edge. Took a little piece of me with him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I actually got to watch a game. And usually when I watch a game, I'm in a bar, so I'm not getting to hear it. I actually enjoyed Romo. That's the first full game I've heard him call. I actually enjoyed that. I enjoyed actually being able to watch the nuances of the game. I mean, it was nice. It was nice to sit home and dry out and, and actually <laughs> watch and pay attention to certain things and not be distracted. It was a, it was a, a an enjoyable, sober experience for me. <laughs> it's probably the last uh, time where it happened, huh? Not going to say I'm making a habit out yeah, of it, exactly. but it was Bro, I had me a mic, <laughs> and uh, I can tell the fans, they were loving it, and I kind of got wore out the last 20 minutes. I was ready to go after so the you, you were at the group watching the, at the... Uh, Yeah, what it was, we went uh, – with Jacob, and I can't think of this other Devereaux, Devereaux. Can you look him up for me? Saints 2001, their first Super Bowl. <laughs> Devery Henderson? Yes! Yeah, okay. Yes! Right. <laughs> he was there? Oh, cool dude, too, yeah. man. I wish I could. Devery Henderson. It, yeah. Man, they were some cool dudes. Yeah, he was a big deal at LSU, too. And, and, and the thing about it is you they wanted you – to be yourself. They didn't want you to walk in there. Well, this is the, they wanted, you know, cause Jacoby liked to cut loose with a few crazy words. And, and, and then your boy, he got loose at the end. And while we, we had some and were you, fun. Now, were you being Nate on the mic? Uh, no, I, I was no, I wasn't, you know, I didn't go as deep as they went, but I was being Nate. Okay. He was having some fun. <laughs> oh, Lord. Cause one dude got up and asked, what's, what's Henderson. Mm-hmm. They got up and asked him a dude from Appaloosa, Pure Cajun got up, and when he got through, I said, hold on, man. What'd you just say? Can you interpret what he <laughs> – can you interpret – and everybody was laughing because some of the people that was there from Louisiana were like, we don't even understand what he just said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was, we, we had a great time, man. We had – and uh, So you but were anyway, watching the game and Yeah, we were watching the game. But now this was – and, and – so I'm hollering, you know, you know, because we ain't got the mics. Now we out in the mingling. So I'm hollering. It's getting that time, y'all, where 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 the pages for the takeover. Mm. <laughs> wow! I let me stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I forgot how much fun I had. Like I said, it's the last 25 uh-huh. minutes. Well, you're there for four hours. Yeah. Well, Shannon, these <laughs> your, your people know how to do it, bro. Yeah, they do. They know how to do it. <laughs> yeah, they do. They had um, good food, I bet, huh? That's hmm. boudin, man. Ooh. They had uh, sausage and rice, man. Then they had chicken wings, but they chicken wings don't taste like everybody else. Look like Madam Humpbomp got a hold of somebody. Who's Madam who? <laughs> from, <laughs> from, out, from out in the mud, from out in the swamp. Water Boy's uh, mom. <laughs> yeah. The Water Boy's mom. But I forgot what I was going to say, fellas. <laughs> what was I talking Can't about, man? Talking about the guy that got up and asked a question, you couldn't understand what he was saying. <laughs> when he when he got through, man, I, 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 it just because, you know, my first wife is from Louisiana, and when I first met her, when she would go home, I would be sitting there, and I'd be like, Hold on, hold on. I ain't trying to be funny. Y'all stay with me. I say, I say, y'all black. I understand black talk. 
But what y'all talking ain't black. <laughs> they literally be like, what? What? They got mad at me. I said, that ain't black. They speak that Creole. Oh, man. It's kind of a mix between they, French and, yeah. and kind of oh, country and yeah. kind of Cajun. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't know what they call uh, that. They make up words. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, it's not, none of, nobody can understand because it's just a mixture of, but yeah. Henderson. Broke it down. It's in two minutes that he talked about this, 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 and this, this, this. And I, I like, he said all of that. He said, yeah, that, that's what he said. <laughs> then dude got up like, duh, right, duh, duh, right. I, hold on, dog. Straight water boy <laughs> stuff. Yep. <laughs> wow. But anyway, I had fun. Well, that's good. How long was that drive? Uh, that was a five and a half hour drive. That's not I, too bad. Yeah, I went down the night before. Then I left. And then I, we did it from four thirty to eight thirty the next day. Mm-hmm. Then I just slept for an hour and came on back because I wanted to do this show because I hadn't seen Kurt, man. Yeah, that's yeah. why I came back. And then, I, then I was saying, my mind, I better get back because Kurt hit us with a last minute again. He ain't gonna give us a week notice. At least Shannon give us a month notice. Mm-hmm. I gave you notice, sir. <laughs> sir, <laughs> sir, he's got all proper in his absence, sir. Hey, but. but <laughs> Your peeps are good folks, bro. They are. They're good. They're good. Yeah. I'm going back next week. You say you haven't been there in so long. I'm going back for Mardi Gras, Monroe Mardi Gras. Well, his mom, his mom says she don't even know what he looked like, man. Yeah. During during yeah. football season, he just if she don't come up here, she she's won't. a lady. She watches the show. She knows what I look like. Hey, mom, how are you? <laughs> Hi, checking in. Yeah, she was worried about me because she didn't hear from me all last week because I was. Came back from Mexico and I pretty much died on my bed for two days. <laughs> wow, man! So you open the windows and air the house out, and I did go buy a can of Lysol after I was able to get out of bed. And, yeah. <laughs> we don't even know about defog the whole thing. God, I can only what? imagine. It's because I was sick, Kurt. But you know what? You were so strong, though. You know, you ain't got to go buy a new uh, toilet or nothing like somebody else. Mm-mm. Week of booze <laughs> and Mexican food. No telling what. No, it wasn't down low, Kurt. It was up north of the equator, <laughs> not south of the equator. I was good. I wasn't like Douglas. I wasn't, I wasn't blowing up the toilet. I was just coughing. On and both ends. Sweating. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need to take I will it. say this. Fumigating with Lysol after a sickness is a... Is a good thing to do. Open the windows, man. That's what that's what that I do. I'd be like, open the windows because I'm open the windows tonight. Ooh, it's supposed uh, to be like 80 degrees today. Yeah, you know that? yeah. And then yeah. the low is supposed to be like 28 on Thursday. Uh, We're all gonna be sick. I'm yep. Done with that. Yep. Well, let's take a break. We got some other stuff to talk about. Kellen Moore, Gil Brandt, Tay what later? She coming? She's gonna come for like the last 10 minutes. Yeah. I have no idea what she's bringing, but she's gonna she's gonna come by. Okay. And then. Uh, Coach Garrett not getting an extension. Look at that, man. Is that a big deal? Look at oh, that, man. It would have been uh, so fun just to be there. Look, look at Bill, man. He's Bill smiling. Like, Bill Belichick's Bill smiling. Bill like, oh, man, and, I'm hugging you. It's your last hug because we're going to have a new dude next year. Yeah. <laughs> yep. See ya. See ya. All right. All that and more when we come back on Hanging with the Boys. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? 
Right now, you can get the Jack Black Playmaker, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The Playmaker includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm and a Cowboys can cooler. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word COWBOYS. The Jack Black Playmaker, 10 bucks, free shipping. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Back to hanging with the boys. Back. Kurt, it's been a while since you talked about ball security. Missed talking about ball security. God. In football, often the quickest plays mixed with some good old-fashioned ingenuity are the key to winning, kind of like Tommy John's horizontal quick draw fly. It's the most intuitive, simple, and speedy feature that other underwear brands just don't have. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. All right. Before we get into Kellen Moore talk, because I, I think I've, in the short time that he's been announced, I think I've already changed my opinion on it. Okay. So we'll get into that in a minute. But Gil Brandt got into the Hall of Fame over yes, the weekend. Much deserved. Long very, overdue. Very innovative. Got into, uh, what, the Ring of Honor this year? Yes. And which seems to be kind of a precursor. Also long overdue. Yeah, kind of seems to be a precursor to getting into the Hall of Fame is is getting into the Ring of Honor. We Helps. saw that with with Charles, right? Um, if you don't, when 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 the guy who's representing you bring your name up, and if you're not even in the Ring of Honor, that's the first thing to say. Well, guy, he's not even good yeah. enough to be in the Ring of yeah. Honor. So, yeah, that's. A- did you know how well did you know Gil? Gil was the one who brought me in. Was he really? Yeah, Gil. Gil was the one that brought me in. Gil, even when I was uh, first, the, when my draft class came up, you know, Gil was the one that that, that knew me. And then when the USFL folded, he 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 flew into Tampa and uh, and you know talked to me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Gil is uh, Gil was the first guy. That openly and everybody knew that would go at the smaller colleges. Mm-hmm. The way I put it, like the black colleges. At that time, that's what we call them, the black colleges. Mm-hmm. He would go and get these players. And he was the first guy to go and get basketball players, track guys. If he saw where he, he could translate your, your athletic skill to the football field, they were willing to do it and they were willing to hide you. If you it was you know if you weren't right where you needed to be, they were back then. They used to hide players and and bring you along. Yeah, Gil Gil was an innovator, man. I mean, forty and all these tests. Gil was was he he headed all of this stuff. Yeah. So you, you signed as a free agent then with the Cowboys. Was, yes. Did you have other? Did he kind of sell you on him? Was he the one that? No, I've always been a Cowboy fan. 
Yeah, I, I ain't need selling, but what, what sold me was I, I sold out to the money for the first one on the red. <laughs> Back then, it was about $8,500. <laughs> Cowboys were, oh, just come sign with us. You may make the team. I'm like, okay, how much y'all offering? Well, if you make the team, I, sir, call my agent. <laughs> See, the Redskins call. We offer you 85 buy. on the next plane. You can buy a fandom, can't you? You can buy Nate, too. <laughs> Back then, you could for real. Was he? Would he be around the team much, like during the season, or once he was just all draft uh, prospects? He would. He would. He, he would have his scouts doing most of the work. But if he if he saw something he liked, you know, he would show up at practice. Uh, you know, he had he had to run of the uh, he had to run of the rules because it was him, Mister Tex Schramm, uh Tom Landry. Oh, yeah. oh, they they. That was it, huh? That was it. They 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 made the, you know, like the little football mafia. Yeah, that, <laughs> for real, for real. Did you ever do any uh, interviews with him, Kurt? Any stories? Yeah, him or yeah. We've talked to him a few times for different documentaries. We did the Doomsday documentary a couple <clears> years ago. And um, any any interesting tidbits that you didn't know before you? Oh man, I should have looked him up before. <laughs> I mean, he's he's just like um, Nate was saying. He went after all these guys that were just. You never heard. Yeah. We're working on a documentary yeah. now about who's a guy who's a former basketball player and came came to the Cowboys and it just he was looking for athletes and yeah, you know guys that paid off and he drafted Pat and, Riley, and, Pat and Riley had, Carl and Lewis, to, and you had to be smart. You you just can be a dummy now. Mm-hmm. You, you, I wouldn't have made the old scheme. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, it was the year they drafted Mel Renfro in '64. Back then, there wasn't a time limit on the draft, mm-hmm. so. There were some questions about whether Mel was hurt. And somehow, I don't know the whole story off the top of my head, but Brant sort of hit him out, and then they wanted to check the medicals. So they, in the middle of the draft, they stopped everything down and went to, like, Seattle yeah. or whatever, Washington, wherever he was. And held the draft up. Held the draft up for, like, four or five hours just for this one pick. And they finally determined that Renfro was the guy they wanted and drafted him. So, really? Yeah, it's crazy. If you go back and look at some of the tape of the early draft where they're just like in this room at these tables. Yeah. And what the draft is, they've turned that into. Yeah. Well, it was literally unreal. back in the 60s that guys would show up with just Street and Smith's magazine. They'd draft up based off that where you had Gil was yeah. doing the legwork and going to all of these other colleges. And that's why the Cowboys got so good in the 60s and 70s was because they were so far ahead in the drafting process. Mm. Yes, they were, man. Well, congratulations, Gil Brandt. And he's still around too. I see him at uh, oh, yeah. I see him in the press box all the time at games. He's and, very active for yeah. being eighty, whatever. He yeah, is. he's on Twitter all the time. And they also do a network. great job with the magazine. I look forward to it every Wednesday when it arrives. Thanks, Gil. How did how did we get that drop? We interviewed him on uh, um, Douglas. No, for sure. But yeah, it, those were the Josh early, Ellis, yeah, uh, early, Sullivan days of on air. Yeah, we need to see if we can get him on the show, Kurt. Who are we going? Josh. Yeah, <laughs> bring him back. Bring him back. <laughs> Who are we going to get special guests this off season? Well, we, we got to get Will. Will. Yeah. yeah, we got to get together on that man. Talk about it. We got to get Will in here. See if he can come in next week because of uh, before they get real heavy into the. That'd be yeah. awesome. Will uh, combine all that. Well, hmm. Maybe Stephen nah. coming back. Who? Stephen? Maybe he's coming. Stephen Jones. Yeah, yeah. Put the ask in. Yeah. We'll all they can say is no. All right. Kellen Moore is your new offensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys. And I'm just going to go ahead and give my opinion. And you guys, 
You guys tell me if I'm wrong in thinking this. No, okay? think how you want. All right. I'm, I'll tell you how I'm thinking, and then, right. and then you tell me how you're thinking. Okay. Because okay. everyone can have an opinion. Okay. At first, I was like, great. More of the same coming from the same coaching tree. <laughs> We're going to get the same, same, same old, same bland, blah, blah, blah. And you hear how much of a genius Kellen Moore is and all this. and. But you know what? I think I've changed my mind. Okay. What? I thought you were going to say something dramatic. <laughs> no. That's, what did you think I was going to say? Same old blah, blah, blah. Sorry. I'm wow. Sorry, I'm having a hard time finding words this okay. Monday morning. I've, right. I've been sober for a week. It's taken its toll on me. Um, so, no, I, I wasn't on board. Okay. But then hearing Dak talk about, like, that's his guy, and he really likes Kellen, and unless he's just lip service, which I don't think he would, mm. he's actually gone out and said, no, this is the guy that I wanted, this is what I wanted, and he he made a case for him to be the offensive coordinator. And to me, and from what you hear, and from what you, you hear Troy's success was largely based on because of his relationship with Norv, right, right. and they clicked. And Sean McVay and Jared Goff, and, and a lot of these – young quarterbacks become great quarterbacks because of who they have as their offensive coordinator early in their careers. And if Dak is comfortable with Kellen and they're on the same page and he can develop him and he's a young guy and they speak the same language and they see the same things and they've been in game situations together, I'm all about it. At least at least seeing what happens. Let me, let's see it before we say poo-poo the idea because, I mean – if he can take Dak and and understands, hey, Dak works better when he's outside of the pocket. He works better when he's moving. I see this. I'm on the sideline. I'm in the room with him. I get it. We're speaking the same language. Then I'm on board with it. I, I'm I'm willing to see a year or two and see what what he may not get two years if right. this doesn't work. But I'm willing to see what happens. So. That's where I'm at on this thing. At first, I was like, oh, rubbing my face. And, <laughs> but now, you know, after hearing Dak talk about it, I'm, I'm at least willing to see what happens. What do you guys think? Where are you at on this thing? I like it. I, I think I'm like, kind of like you. I want to see him get a chance. Um, they say that, you know, he was born to be a coach. Even coming out of college, they said he was going to be a coach. Uh, <laughs> what? I, Nate, I can't wait to hear what Nate's going to disagree. Nate? Me too. But, you know, he, he, they ran a pretty open office at Boise, so I think he likes that kind of style. He threw it all over the place. I think he's going to bring some fresh ideas. Plus, he's already knows the player. He's not coming in totally blind. So uh, is he the answer? I don't know, but I, I, it doesn't bother me at all that they're giving him a chance. Okay. And I like the idea they're bringing Kitney in, a veteran guy to I like quarterback Kitten. coach. To, he'll be there as – I think it'll be a good sounding board. Everyone hey, that's worked with Kitna loves Kitna. Uh, so. Hey, give us a long version, Doug. About what? About this situation with the quarterback. Yeah, what do you think? With Kellen Moore. Well, I, I mean, I, I have no idea whether Kellen Moore is any good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but I do like John Kitna also. <laughs> so that's Doug. You know where Doug stands on this. That's well, all he's got to say I'm about prepared, that. I'm pre- I, I hope for the best. I'm prepared to be pleasantly surprised. Well, why, why we all sounded like when we were doing a receiver by committee? <laughs> oh. <yeah. laughs> that's why I'm laughing. It's, to a man, we all, we all said, well, uh, 
I don't like you. Well, we're willing you know, to see what happens. Yeah, well, you're rolling the dice that you've got a boy genius. I'm good with it. I like it. Do yeah. you have a boy genius? Oh, no. Don't that kind of sound like what we were doing last year? Kind of. You've got a Casey Affleck lookalike. I know that. Let me oh. say this right here. What? I don't care what they do. As long as it's about Dak. That, if it's about Dak and it's about helping him be a good guy, a better quarterback, I don't care. Uh, I, I knew that Mr. Jones them uh, did it right. They played it smart because by the time they uh, was in search of the, all, everybody that was supposed to be it is gone. Mm-hmm. You think Garrett should get more involved with the play calling? If it, if it helps Dak, and, I, and I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not. I, I promise you, all year long. The draft through the, if it helps Dak because we cannot be when the season start OTAs we cannot be saying well uh, I know he's not and I know I don't want to hear I want to hear man we 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 six and old are we uh five and one that's what I want to hear because our quarterback is playing well our defense is playing well our offense is playing well I don't want to hear. Well, uh, do everything in your power. If you're going to get this guy $20-plus million a year, do everything in your power to make sure that he is comfortable and ready to go. And if Kellen Moore is it, let's go. If Kittner is it, let's go. Uh, now, and it got to work. It ain't. I, I'm looking for 10-plus wins Every year for the next two or three years, it's got to work. I ain't going on the assumption of let's wait and see. It's got every move's got to be pushing forward to 10, 11, 12 wins. That's 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 how I'm gonna look at it all year long, all year long. And I, and I promise you, I'll be if it don't work, I'll be over in Mexico with you next year and I'll be drying out. <laughs> come on, come on, I'll be drying out with you the come week on. after. Let's go. Uh-huh. We should take a hang with the boys trip to Mexico. <laughs> Whoa. Super Bowl or Mexico? One way or the other, <laughs> so? we're going on the road. Wow. <laughs> I think you, bro. you like it? You think we can get our wives' permission? I don't think I could. Damn mm, ta- we can take our wives. We'll just put them in another hotel. There you go. <laughs> we drink in one hotel and uh, stumble back over to them. There you go. I'd be good for maybe two or three days, and I'd probably. That's it? I'd be done. I'd I probably, can't hang with you no more. We'll get I'd, Shannon hangover married. Mm-mm. No, no. no. <laughs> Maybe the tattoo, but from not the. the... Who do you marry? The gal from the spy who shagged me. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, ah, if you wouldn't ask me, I'd have known her name. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll get you hangover married. No, no. I'll take the tattoo, not the marriage. <laughs> Probably not on my face though. You got any tattoos, Kurt? No, no. Not a, Nate, not, you got any tattoos? Nah, man. Really? Uh, none of the three of us have tattoos. Never, never had an interest. <laughs> I had an interest, but. Uh, Man, please. I said when I turned 40, which was a few years ago, I was either going to buy a motorcycle, do drugs for the first time, <laughs> or get a tattoo. And I didn't do any of the three. I, say, oh, I know you don't have you, a tattoo bro. now, and I know you don't I have am. a motorcycle. So, yeah. so disappointed in myself. <laughs> still, still debating the motorcycle. That's what they yeah. call pulling back the curtain. Yeah. We got 50 coming up. You can uh, 50. You have new goals. I got issues if I get my first tattoo at 50. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, you're really, in that, you're really in a crisis. I know. We want you to have a Super Bowl there ring by 50. There you go. Oh, don't say by 50. How about that? That's what, three years from now? Exactly. Well, There's nothing wrong with by three 40, year window. By 
48. Mm-hmm. Two years. Okay. okay that's one year, because I'll be 48 before the Super Bowl. And, okay. So one year. This year. I like that idea. Maybe I won't even book Mexico this year. Maybe that's what's been holding that's us back. That's the jinx. Maybe, I, maybe I've been holding us back. It's worth trying. It is worth trying. I don't know. I don't want to miss that trip. Though. <laughs> I don't believe that's the problem, such but a, it's worth trying. Such a great trip. All right. Let's take another break. And when we come back, we have a very special guest on Hanging with the Boys. You're like me, and you love... I mean, if you have a thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel anytime. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. It's time for tailgating with the Otterbox boys. Otterbox? The overprotected phone case company? Yep. And they've got an essential tool for your next tailgate party. The bear-resistant venture cooler. Now wait. In all my tailgating days, I've never seen bears tackling brats on the blacktop and you never will because a venture cooler with a locking kit is basically bear repellent can't wait to try it out at my next tailgate that's been tailgating with the otterbox boys visit otterbox.com to learn more about their certified bear resistant venture coolers you want the most interesting up to the minute dallas cowboys news straight from the star in frisco how about exclusive and on command that's right news and nuggets you can't find anywhere else with our exclusive cowboys content on alexa you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say, Alexa, open Dallas Cowboys. Now's a good time to tell you that SeatGeek is the new source of tickets for all your football needs this season. SeatGeek makes managing tickets easy, whether it's buying or transferring to a friend, They even tell you the best deals for every game based on their deal score technology, which rates every seat on historical data, price, and location. Download the SeatGeek app on your phone and take $20 off your first purchase using code DALLAS at checkout. SeatGeek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Back to Hanging with the Boys. We are back and I had a live read that I was supposed to do, oh. and I totally forgot about it, and I didn't print it out. So I'm going to pull it up on my phone. Here it is. <laughs> Let me see which one of these I want to read. Oh, let's see. Kaboo, Texas is a festival unlike any other coming to AT&T Stadium, May the 10th through the 12th. The Killers, Kid Rock, Sting, Leonard Skinner, Little Big Town, Dennis Miller, and over 50 legendary acts will be live at the multi-stage event taking place inside and outside AT&T Stadium. Kaboo, Texas is a one-of-a-kind sensory experience that brings music, art, comedy, culinary, fashion, and indulgences together for a weekend you won't want to miss. Buy your passes now before they sell out at KabooTexas.com. That's KabooTexas.com. That thing actually looks really cool. So Big Boy ain't going to be there? No, Big Boy's not going to be there. Driving up in his caddy? Man, that was the most random... 
I don't know how I feel about that Super Bowl halftime show. I like. Did you? Yeah. Are you I kind of five fan. Yeah. I hey man, it. I am too. But I kind of wish they would have gone all ATL. Like, they, just, but when have they done that? Like, when have they? Yeah, like, never. Dedicated? That's the thing. I watched this awesome. Um, documentary, not documentary, but like. Oh, hey Tay! By the way, welcome to the show, <laughs> Taylor Stern. It was like a sixty about like the best halftime performances. Mm-hmm. And the only time they really dedicated a halftime show to something or a message mm-hmm. was when U two performed um, after nine eleven uh-huh. for that Super Bowl. Like they made it very clear that was the message. They did all of that. Like it was just interesting to hear Bono talk about how they. Decided to do that. Like he was wearing a jacket that had the American flag. Mm. They showed everyone. Did they have Bruce Springsteen? But anyway, true, true, <laughs> true. But uh, hey, hey, let, let me say this. Now that you brought that up, okay, halftime. I was in in Louisiana, Miss Miss Tay. And what do you think when Adam Levine took and, his shirt and so off? When they went to party, when <laughs> yeah. I went to jamming with them. I went to party. We uh-huh. went to dancing. I had all these young ladies. We were dancing at party. <laughs> Man, they had a good time. Oh, man, we went off, man. But go ahead on. Yeah, yeah, I was in Louisiana. But go ahead on. Literally yesterday? But we was jamming. Oh, man, they, we was jamming. Were you? You a big Maroon 5 fan? I, man, I ain't know. He is he now. When they was like, man, Nate, you enjoy that dude? I said, what was he saying? I was just dancing. I didn't know what that dude was saying. Did you like it when he took his shirt off? Uh, Everyone keeps asking that. I, 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 didn't, I didn't even look at it. I didn't realize he was that it. jacked. He's kind of... Yeah. He's kind of been working out, or either that or his tattoos make him look bigger or something. <laughs> Maybe more tattoos, Shannon. Maybe, yeah. Mm. Maybe one tattoo. Shannon. All right. Well, my tell you what this week is not very happy, mm-hmm. but it speaks volumes of what coaches and players and basically how football really is family. Mm-hmm. And, of course, on Friday we heard the news of the passing of Wade Wilson, mm, who is a player and coach here. Yes, horrible. I was really bummed out. I mean – Only 60 years old, just very, very sad. But just what we saw on social media was incredible, I think. Mm -hmm. You know, it was everyone from Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, Miles Austin, Jason Witten, Tony Romo. I mean, so many people that he touched the live of. Emmett Smith, Darren Woodson, everyone was just kind of sharing little antidotes or stories or how they felt. And throughout the whole thing, it was just remember his kindness, remember his support. He was so encouraging. He was so nice. He taught me so much. And, I mean, Dak knows it too. Dak's main reason of being here was the coaches. Everyone knew the coaches and the scouts were pretty split on Dak. And it was Linehan and Coach Wilson who were like, we got to get this guy here. So it was just it was crazy to see. And, I mean, Wade was an awesome guy. He was always nice, and he's always wearing that the team, the team, the team shirt. Mm. Always, you guys know, at training camp, around the building. But, I mean, you guys know, you really don't ever think that people are going to leave us so soon, and he did, and just the impact that he made, I thought was really remarkable on social media. Yeah, Mm. and 60, I mean, when you're 20, 60's old. But hell, when you're 46, like me, 60's... 14 years away and I mean he was in he seemed like he was always in good health when he was around here I know he had some issues diabetes some things. yeah yeah, yeah. but I knew Wade better y'all had to tell me I played with Wade and I knew him better as a coach mm-hmm. because when he was a quarterback you know I really didn't hang with the quarterbacks but he was here yeah and um he was here as a coach what eight years or, or so? um eight let me years see or so? the exact timing he had had a little break um, 
And then he was here for a while, yeah. 2000, 2002, and then he came back 2007 to 2017. So he was here a good 12 years. 12 years. 12, what years. was his, kind of his, his history there, Kurt? He's playing born and raised in Texas, East Texas. Texas. Yeah. yeah. He, he was, Where at? He grew up in uh, Commerce, Texas. Okay. Then he went to NAIA, NAIA school there, mm-hmm. uh, which is Texas Commerce now, and uh, was an All-American there. And so, yeah, just a little... Small town. I'm, I'm gonna tell you, man. Small school and went on mm-hmm. to a 17 year career. We worked out. We used to work every now and then. He would work out in, and uh, we would work out in a training camp. Mm-hmm. You know, build about five thirty, six o'clock. Hey, come way. You know, in the tent. Yeah. No, we wouldn't be in the tent. We'd be over in the hotel. Oh yeah, he would always yeah. w- walk on the tread on the uh, tread, stairmaster. The stairmaster. Yeah. So he would get there early, get like a 30 minute. I mean, 30 minute blowout. He'd be he'd be huffing and going. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden he. All right, Nate, check it later. And every now and then I would ask him, like, something about the team, not often because, you know, I like to see for myself. But, like, man, I, I'm kind of worried about this. He would, hey, no, nah, that's good. I don't. Then he'll be gone. Bye, Nate. Yeah. Have a good day, you know. Yeah. So he, he was a great man. I mean, like Miss Tay said, you know, he was one of the big Dak backers, the big Dak backers. Believe that. Yeah. and Say I, that ten times real fast. Yeah. Dak backers. Watch out. Watch out. Yeah. Well, and, you know, you guys remember at Valley Ranch how we would, when we would work out, we'd sometimes go out to the back of the fields. Mm-hmm. So I remember when I first started, it was like, okay, well, I'm just going to go walk around the fields. And that's how I got to know Marinelli as well as I did. And that's how I got to know Coach Wilson they and Coach the, Pope. Walk the track. Yeah. There. Coach Pope, our old tight ends coach, would walk mm-hmm. the track too. But Coach Wilson was the only one, like, Marinelli had his own thing. Sometimes he was out around Valley Ranch, you know, out there. And then... Coach Pope would just be doing his things. He'd have his headphones in. But Coach Wilson would always just kind of talk to me about his sons or, like, different things about just life. Mm-hmm. He was very more broad thinking, it seemed, in just our talks. And he was a great guy. Called him Sticks, didn't they? Sticks, yeah. How thin he was. Yeah. When he first got here, he was so thin. Man, what was his, what was his play in history? Because you played against him in, when he was in Minnesota, right? Yeah, yeah. He spent 10 years in Minnesota. Where he was a pro bowler in 88. Yeah. And uh, he had some good good years there. And then uh, from that point on, he was more or less a backup. He went to Atlanta for one year. He did start 14 games for the Saints in 93. I remember that because that's when I was back home. Yeah. And I remember him playing for, for Which the I was reading, the Cowboys tried so to So what get year him. was that? 93. So what? What? No, I'm saying what? What? You, you say you lived in like 800 different places. Yeah, but all in the same city. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> never moved yeah. out of Monroe or West right. Monroe. Okay, now I guess the Cowboys tried to sign him then as a backup in '93, but he had a chance to start with the Saints, so we went yeah. down there, spent a couple years there, and then he finished out his career. Well, no, I take that back. He spent three years in Dallas as Aikman's backup, and then spent one year in Oakland. Yeah, his funeral is this Friday. The funeral service is. At Park City's Baptist Church, I think funeral services are open to the public, so that's just whoever could go. But, yeah, I'm sure it will be attended by a lot of the people we just named off. Yeah. I'm positive almost. Man, and it seems like we just saw him in the training table like last week. Yeah. I know it's – when did he – when was when was his last season here as a coach? Uh, 17, 2017. It was just this past year. Yeah, so two training camps ago, he he didn't go because he was having diabetes issues with his foot. He showed up late. He showed up late and he had the foot cast on. And I remember talking to him about it and he just acted like, oh, yeah, don't don't worry about this. Mm -hmm. Like, just kept it going. But if you talk to Kellen more, too, I mean, Kellen credits him a lot for letting him in that last season kind of take over and learn and started 
basically his coaching career while he was the backup. Yeah. Wow. What do you, before we leave, what are your thoughts on we, – we talked about it earlier. What are your thoughts on Kellen Moore as the new OC? I love Kellen Moore. I think he's great. Yeah? How do you think he's going to be as the, as the OC? I think I – think, Man, I feel like this is a trap question. No, 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 because no, no, no. yeah, what I said was at first I wasn't excited about it, but then to hear Dak step up and say, "Hey," to hear and Nate, was I just, know Nate laughed the whole time because he's like, "This, is, this is what you feel. You don't know. You don't know." And like right. OC is much different than quarterbacks coach. Like That's when right. he was the quarterbacks coach, I was like, that makes sense. He's super close right. with Garrett. He's super close with Dak. In that room, they probably have great camaraderie. You know, he's working with a new guy, Mike White. Like, I was really excited about that because he still had Linehan as the general OC. Mm-hmm. But, like, now he's going to be holding huge offensive meetings, and he's going to have to figure out what he needs to do with tight ends, what he's going to need to do with Amari Cooper. What he Like, it's just so much bigger. And granted, and you, don't know. you don't know, and you didn't know what you were going to get with Sean McVay because this is right. kind of the Cowboys. But it's just when we Sean see McVay. when we see Kellen in the lunchroom, it's just very unassuming. Like, oh, it's just so Kellen over here. When he first got I, the hey, Kellen, how Who are is, you? One of the guys thought he was like the equipment guy. Or yeah, something. Like, it's like, so funny <laughs> to me because I grew up obviously watching him with Boise State, uh-huh. and like he was a killer. At Boise oh State. yeah, on the like, field. So I was like, and then he takes his helmet Kellen off, and he looks Moore. like he's twelve years old. <laughs> but like, he's this like guy? idolized all over Boise and basically Mountain West just for what he did for college football, and especially putting a non-power five conference school up there like yeah. that. But I, I'm just curious to see. You don't know until you see it. But he's got a lot of weapons. That's what's so funny. That they, you know, he went around the room asking that question. I just started laughing because. We bought into the receiver by committee, you know, to a man I and a it. woman. We bought into well, you probably didn't, but I, I like okay. I'm willing. I'm willing to try. I'm with, okay. Let's see. Let's see. Well, by th- by the third week, I was like, oh my god, what have I bought it? <laughs> Where would I spend my money? But the thing is, my answer to him was, Miss T was, as long as it helps Dak, I don't care. That's 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 my belief. As long as it helps, Dad. And we'll only find out whenever. It, you you, you know what? It, it it can't because now you got Kitna. Kitna is a true, true. I mean, he's still tall in the NFL for a long time. That's a his big relationship, guy. his relationship with with players. To everybody that I listen to, everybody that said, "What what about Kitna? Love what that about, guy. Mm-hmm. Love." Yeah, so were you here whenever he was here at Valley Ranch? No, but I've been to a couple of coaching clinics randomly uh-huh. that he's been at. Like the Cotton Bowl hosted this big high school coaches clinic and mm-hmm. he was like the lead of it and he's just wildly intelligent for football, just knows everything. But then the way that he was talking to young high school guys and then, you know, professional athletes, mm-hmm. it was pretty much all the same. Like he was just able to connect with everybody. And he was at a coaching clinic like two weeks ago, and someone posted this video of him talking about Romo's play. It was incredible. Just the way he can break it down and kind of show what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. I thought he was – I think he's going to be great. It's going to be interesting. So, Well, thanks, Taylor. That was a great tell you what. Wade, thanks, guys. Wade Wilson, we'll miss you, man. Sticks. So, Kurt, yes, sir. got anything to add before we get out of here? No, it's rest in peace. Prayers to his family. Yeah. Nate, anything? Oh, why are you side on me? I'm just saying, <laughs> we. Uh, uh, thank you. Give me some, girl. 
thank you for being here. I mean, and, and if you're not going to be here, Miss T, at least give us a week or two notice. Like, you know. Un- unlike some other people in this. Oh, day. last yeah. week when you guys were just lone dogs. Yeah. They got they got noticed. <laughs> what do you think about Kurt's hair? I mean, it's so long now. Yeah. Are you yeah. taking supplements that right. we don't? <laughs> are you yeah. are you taking prenatal vitamins? <laughs> prenatal and, and ho- oh my and ho- god, ho- yeah. horse shampoo. Works. Yeah. Horse shampoo. Hort, Take yeah. a minute, get one. Oh, you. And look, Nate makes you feel like a I wasn't comedian. Sure you said horse shampoo at first. <laughs> and it is horse shampoo. The mane and tail. Yeah, mane and tail. And look how dark it is. It's coming back darker. Take a minute, score with you, man. Tay taking shots at you, you Kurt. Know I love you, pow, Kurt. Pow, you know, pow, it's, it's not shots like that. I know where I rank on this show. It's shots of love. <laughs> Those are good shots. It's not. A, it's, the hair is growing back. If it's it like wasn't, jealous. It's like, it's like, it's like, like how can I get like you? You know, order the uh, cappuccino. If it's like an extra shot. <laughs> I need a shot after this show. During the show. Yes. I'm not drinking this week, so I can't do one with you. You're going to go two weeks without drinking? Week and a half. So what are you going to eat today? I mean, since you're on your drive. I don't know. You eating lunch with us? Brat diet. Bread, rice, apples. What you call a bread? Bread, rice, and apples. Brat diet, bananas. Yeah. Uh... Rice, apples, toast. For what? That's what that's you're like sick when, to your stomach. Yeah, like when you can't keep anything oh, down. Oh, really? That's just, what you eat? Oh, all right. Shannon just was he like, just whatever was in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm drying out. I ain't eating nothing. Running to Taco Bell. Pizza. pizza. I actually had Taco Bell last night, and then I had Whataburger at 1030 last night. So <laughs> my appetite's coming back at least. Raising canes. Ooh. No, Nate won't let me do that for lunch. Dinner. Maybe dinner. Yeah, there you go. There you all go. right, Kurt, thanks for showing Thank up, you. man. Thanks, guys. Nate, thanks for bringing it. Taylor, thanks for coming on the show. We'll see you next week. Coming on next week? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Oh, it'll be my birthday. What? When's your birthday? Next Monday. Is it? Yeah, February 11th. How old are you? How young are you going to be? 27. That's a great age. Yeah. You're only 27. Wow. Just yeah. think, Wade. I, I like growing older. It's privilege, right? <laughs> What's that? It was Wade's birthday, too. Oh, I'm Was it really? Yeah, Friday. Oh, man. It was the worst. It was it's just bad. heartbreaking. Mm. Well, Douglas, thanks for hanging out with us. Hey, that's the ball! Hey, someone someone sent me a message and wanted to know where they can find that. Is there anywhere on the website or anywhere they can download that? Can you tweet that out, Douglas? Well, yeah, we need to create a place where we can drops. give drops to people. Maybe it'd be cool if we could turn them into ringtones or something. Yeah. Let's figure that out. That'd be cool. Douglas with the ideas. Kent, thanks for pushing the buttons. Presley, thanks for scheduling everything. Oh, my God. Tay taking these undercut shots on y'all, man. That's, I was like, yay, Douglas. <laughs> yay, Douglas. <laughs> yay, Douglas. <laughs> we will be back next Monday, same time on Hanging with the Boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!